Welcome back, everyone, to the Discipline the Gens podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Betts. I'm here with Gino from betopenly.com, and it is now NFL Week 11. We appreciate all of you for tuning in at 6.30. Sorry, guys, we were 10 minutes behind today, but appreciate you guys tuning in live. And if you're watching after the live show, make sure on the YouTube channel you like and subscribe and use the chapters at the bottom of the video so that way you can scroll to the game that you want. And as always, a quick reminder, this show is partnered with betopenly.com. Best peer-to-peer betting in the game now has player props as well. Let's go ahead and dive into a quick Week 10 recap. Can't believe we're already in Week 11. It's, it's, it is going pretty fast. So first and foremost, let's go right to Sunday night last night. Are the Bills done? Monday night, sorry. Are the Bills done? I got to ask Gino, what do you think? It's going to be really hard for them to make the playoffs. Really hard. They got a really hard five weeks ahead of them, and they've just lost the two bad teams in a row. Yeah. It's, it's looking that way. They and I, beat themselves up every week. Yeah. They this week, they're a seven-point favorite again. I did. Against I the, the division game. I was, I was down to 5% of people on my survivor, and nope, I'm dead. Dead in the water, so I hope they're done. They made me lose. I want them now. Yeah, I hate Survivor. I, I didn't do one this year. I didn't even do one this year. I, I, Survivors is like everything I stand against. Like I love dogs. I hate Survivor. It's yeah, just yeah. It, it's literally it's literally the worst thing. Quick it's question: clear. Is better openly available in New York? Yeah, yeah. We've we've been in New York. North probably our second biggest state to California. Maybe maybe Texas. Maybe it's the third biggest. But yep, come on board, my dude. Come on, bet, betopenly.com. Next question for Gino. Can Dobbs oh. lead this Vikings team to the playoffs? They are minus 200 right now to make the playoffs. Your thoughts? Respect to Dobbs. He made me look like an idiot. Saints were my best bet. Probably my worst loss of the week. Man, he picked up that offense quick. Uh, dude, he did not have good stats in Arizona. I don't think people realize how bad and low his stats were. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler made him look decent, so... Yeah, they can absolutely make the playoffs. Um, they're a good team. I feel I still feel bad about the injury they had to Kurt Warner because they were clicking at the right time. So um, they're dangerous. They're confident. Um, they can absolutely, absolutely make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they'll do a lot there. Sorry, Vikings fans, but yeah, uh, I, I think they're a, a substantial grade underneath the top three in the NFC. But yeah, but they'll be there. No, I like Dobbs, bro. Have you seen his TikTok? No. Oh man, he's a TikTok superstar. Is he really? This dude's got he's got kind of like the swagger you want to see. Like he's got the charisma. He can run the football. I think he's like an up and coming star, bro. I wasn't a believer in him at first. And based on what I've seen the past week or two, I'm starting to believe in him. I think this Vikings team does make the playoffs. I think it's pretty pretty telling they're minus two hundred. You know, they're they are six and four. Um, I don't see them beating out the Lions in the NFC North, who are at seven and two. But this is absolutely a wild card team. I, I think uh, it's one of those things where, like, Kirk Cousins goes down. Now you have this guy come in. You know, I think he's an up-and-coming star in the league. So I'm going to say, yes, they they definitely make the playoffs. Up next, C.J. Stroud, back-to-back massive games in the NFL. This guy probably going to win Rookie of the Year. The question is, should he be in the MVP race? Right now, the betting odds, Jalen Hurts, my guy, Plus 280 favorite. What? Him and Patrick Mahomes. Some books have Patrick as the favorite. Some has Jalen. They're pretty much. I get it. You know, pretty much both around three to one odds. Lamar Jackson plus 425. Tua plus 550. Joe Burrow plus 1,000. 
CJ Stroud, Christian McCaffrey, and Brock Purdy all around 20 to 1. If you ask me, CJ Stroud deserves it over Brock Purdy right now. So I got to ask you, you he had a 455 TD game. Uh, He had a huge game this past week against the Bengals, winning 30-27. What are your thoughts? Do you put him in the conversation? Is it worth a dart at plus 2,000 right now? Man, I think they've played out of their minds. I I legit think he's a slam dunk for rookie of the year. I wouldn't bet him for MVP. I just think you're throwing something away there. It's just too, too much has to happen. Their schedule gets really tough. They play some really good defenses coming up. Yeah. I, I just think we should take our hat off to how good he is. How what a great rookie year it is, but not throw money away at the MVP. He, yeah. I, but I, the answer to your question is yes. He should be in the conversation. I, I'm surprised Patrick Mahomes is above him. And I, I guess I'm not surprised in odds, but not as of right now today. Yeah. So this Texas team is five and four, right? Like, it's hard to be MVP when you're only five and four. Like if you're the MVP of the league, your team right now is probably at least six and three or better, um, or maybe even seven and two or better. But the way I look at it is if you were a future better of the Jacksonville Jags to win their division, I think the Texans are going to do it. I really do. The Jags are six and three right now. The Texans are five and four. I looked at both their schedules and it's going to come down to that head to head game. I'm telling you right now. And that's only a few weeks away, I think. Um, but I think the Texans are going to make a run and win that division. I think they'll be savage. I really do, bro. I really do. And I know some people that put some heavy coin on the Jags minus 155 to win the division Ooh. before the season started. Um, but no, I, I really think the Texans are going to do it. I think they're going to run. The, I think they're going to be able to to make a big run here and win the division. But I think CJ Stroud will end as a top three or four MVP candidate. If you could highlight Josh real quick. That's good knowledge on Jim Brown. Uh, good knowledge, homie. Uh, Never say never, um, but I, I agree with you that that alone is reason enough not to bet it. Adrian love, Peterson's rookie year was insane. And he yeah, didn't he didn't get it. You shit. know, I love the Joe, Joe's comment to next, Uncle Marty. Yeah, <laughs> people call me Uncle Marty. <laughs> you know, it's funny as you type Maddie and it autocorrects oh. to Marty. So whenever people say, yo, Marty, yo, Maddie, oh, okay. Marty. So, all right. Let's go ahead and dive into the recap and then we will jump into week 11 here. So, Gino's survivor pick. Did not get there. He got a little screwed, to be fair. My dog of the week did not get there. Miss PAT changed that entire game. That Miss PAT doesn't happen off the upright. Then we need a field goal at the end of the game. That game's going into overtime, and then it's 50-50 whether my dog of the week won. But I'll take that one on the chin. Gino's dog of the week, great pick. Texans were up big early. Uh, They almost threw it away. They had three turnovers in the game, and they still won. So that's a great dog of the week pick. I want to whine for a second. Go ahead. Not a good week, guys. I don't like seeing two red X's and a green. I got eliminated from my $100,000 survivor. It was down to 5% people. I'm pissed the bills. I save all good teams for the end. I was lined up to now have seven-point favorites while everyone else is taking coin flips or, you know, minus one to threes. The bills are dead to me. And then what I will say, terrible bet on the Saints. In hindsight, Dobbs looks like a sab. But I will say my dog of the week was substantially a better win than my favorite was a loss. But you know how social media is. Yep. People erupt. It's crazy. I'm like, dude, I went one for two. They're both fun. They, they wash each other out, guys. Like, cry me a fucking river. Yeah. Yeah, my commanders, I was sweating because my commanders was a two-unit play on my card. My biggest bet of the week. 
they're dominating the whole game or at least keeping it close the whole game. That plus six looking great. They didn't go down a touchdown late in the game, and I could not believe it. I'm like, I can't believe I'm even sweating this right now. They then get a TD at the end, and then they lose by, what was it, a field goal? Yeah. Uh, oh, so the plus six got there, but I like the commies this week are minus 10. We're going to talk oh. about that here in a bit. That commander's team is a 10-point favorite. It is hard to believe, but it is true. I want to give a, another shout-out to the Uncle Marty comment. Someone signed up as Manny Betts. Uh, in Mexico on Bet Open this week, and he spelled the bets with B E T S S. So it's not like he's just Manny that bets. He literally went for the Spanish version of Maddie or the Mexican version of Maddie. So I- I'm dying. It- it's a good week to be Uncle Marty, Manny bets. Yeah. Uh, give us the buy low, sell high spots. Uh, yeah. So, dude, it's actually a light week on the buy low, sell high. Put an asterisk by the Dolphins, by the way, off a of buy. People might forget what the- they did two weeks ago. So, um, but Bears, you guys remember on Thursday night, they didn't cover by half a point. Dolphins, if you go all the way back to England, and then the New York Giants got waxed. What I'm telling you all here, technically, if you bet, blindly bet these three teams, it's a high 57% system. More importantly than betting them, though, be careful if you're opposite these three teams. I mean that you're just in a negative system. So try and not bet against these three teams this weekend. All right, let's get and dive into some Thursday night football here. We got the Bengals traveling to Baltimore. Three and a half point spread here over under 46. Kind of a higher number for this division game here. 73% of the tickets are on Cincinnati. Uh, Ravens and Bengals both have some injuries. Marlon Humphrey is questionable with that calf strain. The under is hit in 14 of the Bengals' last 19 games on the road coming off a loss. And the Bengals are 16 and 13. I'm sorry, 16 and 31 coming off a loss in their last 48 games. So this is a team that when they lose, they lose again. They they, they go on these bad runs, and then they go on these – like it's crazy because the Bengals, they'll lose two, three, four games in a row, and then they'll rattle off five wins. Like So this is a streaky team that gets hot and gets cold, 16-31 and 31 straight up off a loss in their last 48 games. What are your thoughts on this game? Oh, man, this over feels way too high. I think it's because Houston put up so many against Cincy and then, you know, Baltimore allowed so many Mm -hmm. uh, to Cleveland. And I hate how many unders have hit in a row in primetime, but I genuinely think this game is going way under. And, man, I got to lean Baltimore a little here. Mm -hmm. I got to lean Baltimore just a little here, but I I don't care too much. Do you like the over or the under? The under. Okay. Yeah. So, like – Oh man, I don't know what what am I talking about? Uh, from everything I've saw, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm guys, I'm 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 rusty here. I like the over here, and I like the uh, favorite. The, the the you like the Ravens in the over. I like the Ravens in the over. I'm gonna be chalky, chalk, chalk. Yeah. Sorry guys, I'm all over the place. From everything I saw, if Cleveland can put that much up against Baltimore, how on earth will Cincinnati not do the same? And then on the flip side. I didn't see anything from Cincinnati's defense to make me think that Baltimore won't put up a gang of points. This to me feels like an absolute chalky chalk square play where the public does actually eat. So I will be on both the over and on Baltimore, but I will be on Baltimore more than I'm on the over. Yeah. This is a tough game for me. I've gone back and forth on it a lot, honestly. Three and a half is very enticing to take the Bengals here and what looks like they've kind of come alive here later in the season. 
division game. Here's what I'll look at, though. Uh, Bengals, first in the NFL at generating turnovers. The Ravens, 17th, giving them up, right? The Ravens do turn the ball over. You get the strip sacks on Lamar. You get those weird interceptions. The running backs fumble. The Bengals, first in the NFL at generating those turnovers, right? Um, You look at last week, though. The Bengals forced three turnovers on Geno's dog of the week in the Houston Texans, and they still didn't win that game. It was one pick and two fumbles, I believe, and they still couldn't win that game. When all when all is said and done in this game, though, I just see a Justin Tucker game winner. That's literally what I think is going to happen. So you put a gun in my head, I'm going to take the three and a half points here. Makes sense. But I'm not really in love with either side. I think the over-under is kind of right where it needs to be. Um, if I had to pick a, a spot here, I'd go Bengals plus three and a half, but not in love with with anything in this game, honestly. Yeah, and just to feed you guys an, a decent system, division unders after week nine start to get a little tighter. So keep an eye on that. If you're in a division game after week nine, that points the under. I know I'm contradicting myself. I'm saying my lean is the over. I think we get fireworks. I think these two teams put up points back and forth against each other. I don't know what Cleveland discovered against Baltimore to completely blow the lid off, but they did. And I think Cincinnati's again able to exploit it, and then vice versa. So, yeah. um, I'm with Maddie here. I, I, I remember there's also a games. pick six in that Cleveland game. That's fair. Yeah. But then they they were down like went down seven to fourteen and right back. They they yeah. never. I don't know. Baltimore just couldn't stop them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. It, I'll be honest, guys. This is one of my squarest leans, over and the favorite. Square, square, square. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think it's that square though. Like on Baltimore, I mean, most of the tickets are on Cincinnati. Okay. Um, they like Joe Burrow as a dog when he's healthy. So fair enough. Uh, moving on to a same division, a different game. We have the Steelers versus the Browns here. Steelers are a four-point dog at Cincinnati. Over under 37. 50-50 split on the tickets and the money here, um, which is kind of surprising to me. This is filmed on a Tuesday, so we'll see. You know where that what kind of happens to the the ticket percentage as the week progresses here. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is questionable in this game. Uh, Nick Chubb obviously on the IR here. Uh, the under is hitting five of the Browns' last six games at home coming off a win. Browns have lost their last five games at home coming off a win as well here, which is an interesting trend. What do you think? I'll go back to that system I just told you about, but I will be on with the system here. I love the under in this game. I'm going to be with Maddie too. Matt, Maddie's been pretty low. On picket, I would not be surprised if this is a 0-0 first quarter type of game. Um, I like Cleveland, but I like the under way better. I won't have bands on a team here, but this will be an official play, guys. I just don't have the units ironed out yet. The the under in this game will be an official play. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know what you think, but I'm confused by this spread. I really am. I think the four points is like super disrespectful to the Browns. I think they should be. Oh, wow. I think they should be a six-point favorite or more here at home. I mean, what? What? where is this Steelers team better than the Browns? Dude, they have a good record. Like, they keep winning. I know you. the Steelers to you. Maybe I'll go broke. like the Saints to me. No, I'm saying I've been losing on the Saints. I might go broke betting against the Steelers here, but I love the Cleveland Browns here at home. Again, I make this game six. I don't understand why it's four. I respect it. I mean, it's hard to play at Cleveland. You know, like Kenny Pickett on the road in Cleveland here. I don't get it. Uh, you know, the 12 score. This is the 12th scoring offense in the Browns versus the 26th scoring offense in the Steelers. There's one thing that is a red flag to me in this game, and it's the turnovers. 
Kenny Pickett, as much as I think he sucks, he doesn't turn the ball over. The Steelers right now, uh, the Steelers turn the ball over 0.8 times per game. That's first in the NFL. The Browns, twice per game. That, that's What is that? Twice per game is dead last in the NFL. So maybe that's why the spread is four, right? And yeah. that's six, the six, six or seven because the Steelers don't turn the ball over and the Browns do a ton. Um, now, what I'll say about that is what's his name at a three turnover game, the backup. So that wasn't Deshaun Watson. So like the Browns have gone through a lot of things yeah, here with in and out back. of quarterbacks. And, you know, that plays a lot into that here. But the way I see this game is if the Browns turn the ball over once or less in this game, I think they easily win this game by a touchdown or more. So as long as they're not turning the ball over, Twice or more, I think they they easily cover this line. So I'm gonna trust that they that they play well enough at home here to cover the four, and I'm a back Cleveland. So my dudes listening, Maddie and I align here. I actually have this game chalked as twenty to ten Cleveland. So covering that the four and the six that Maddie has as his true line. Yeah, I, I agree. Picking as much shit as we give him, he doesn't turn the ball over. I think this can be a defensive war. People are expecting points because of what they just saw but I, I actually think these two teams tighten down so i like this a lot yeah yeah and this is a good comment um, from a steelers fan here he says you love my steelers earlier this year but you've hated us the past two weeks yeah the eye test has just shown me i just don't think and again it proved me wrong last week the steelers offense was actually moving the ball a ton last week let's not let maddie my, forget the packers when i had the dog week one he was against my niners yeah i had the steelers in week one I cashed on the Steelers as a dog outright. Was it week two or week three? Two. Yeah, I lost them in week one. I've been up and down on them for sure, but I just think at some point there's just a talent difference. Like there's only so much that Mike Tomlin and and this Steelers organization can overcome. So and I'm going Cleveland minus four. And throwing the Steelers fans some love. We we both had the Steelers in Rams at Rams across the country off of bye. So. Yeah. We, don't, we don't hate the Steelers. I just want you all to know that. Yeah, for sure. All right, we got the third straight division game here. Tons of division games. Yeah, yeah. This I like how they say this. They started off the season early with them, and they're ending it a little stronger. That's why I said keep yeah. an eye on that system. This is an interesting one. Bears are a 10-point dog on the road here over under 46.5. 80% of the tickets are on Detroit here, and around the same amount of money as well is on Detroit here. Um Let's see, Tremaine Edwards, questionable. Justin Fields, questionable with the thumb injury. We'll have to monitor and see if he's going to play or not. Uh, some trends in this game. The Bears are 2-10, straight up coming off a win in their last 12 games. The Bears are also 2-10 against the spread, coming off, off a win in their last 12 games. Nice. The under is hitting four of the Bears' last five games off a win as well. Division game, what do you like here? Guys, we're here to feed you. Please listen up. This is second game in a row. You're getting unders a lot higher than they should be because of the last game. People are going to remember what the Lions just did in, in uh, uh, L.A. with the Chargers. This under it's is like the play. 70-some points. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable, guys. But I don't know who's going to score less, Pitt or Chicago. But they're both not scoring a lot in those games. I'm sorry. This is a really strong system under bet, and it's climbing up. If you can get 46, 46 and a half, 47, pull out that gold hammer, guys. I'm telling you, Chicago's going to have a lot of trouble scoring against this Lions defense. This That was a really, really damn good win for these Lions, and their defense is going to have a bounce-back game. Yeah, that was a tough loss for the So to, to go off what Gina's saying here, the Lions have been 
have, have not been good in the red zone this season. I think the the Lions, uh, I think 29th, as good as their offense has been, they've really struggled in the red zone. I think they're 29th or 30th in the league. But the Bears are 31st in red zone defense. So it's kind of like what gives there, right? Yep. Um, it's it's tough because I know the first thing you guys look at this game is you lean the over, and I did too. But I like what Gino's saying here. I'm going to lean under as well. Division game, everyone's going to be on this over. Maybe it goes to 47 or higher here, which would be a nice number to get it at. Um, but I agree. I think the Lions are going to have a lot of success defensively here at home. My dude. So we'll ride with it. What do you like? Anything? Any lean on the spread? Uh, I gotta lean Lions a little bit just yeah. because I, I don't think the I don't think the Bears are gonna put up a lot of points. I think I, we're gonna see I actually, very struggling. I actually could really like a two team Lions and under parlay here, same game parlay, kind of like a maybe like a twenty four seven game. I don't tease this high. 24-10. That, if that scratches down to nine, which I don't think it will, and you can get it down to seven, oh. yeah. All right, moving on. This is a very, very interesting game. The Cardinals are only getting four points on the road at Houston, over under 47 and a half. And just as expected, 72% of tickets already coming in on Houston here. What's not to love about Houston? You got a rookie QB that's killing it. You got some great wins they've picked up recently. Tough to, to look at this game and not instantly bet on Houston, which everyone is doing. Right now, some trends in the game. Cardinals are 2-8 and eight against the spread coming off a win in their last 10 games. The under is hitting 15 of the Texans' last 23 games at home coming off a win. And the Cardinals 17-31 and 31 coming off a win in their last 49 games. What do you like? My allegiance is short. For all you Texan fans, you know I was on them heavy last week. It was a two-and-a-half unit bet for me, which is pretty big. It's like other people doing five units. Uh, I'm Arizona Cardinals money line. My dudes, I, I'm going to sell high. So um, I wish the Cardinals didn't pick up the W, even though we were on them last week, just because I'd be getting a little more value. But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna sell the Texans high here. I've been impressed with this Cardinals team, how scrappy they have been, how many games they've been in, how many good teams they've competed with. Um, this is what I was kind of saying for like the, the Stroud MVP talk. I, I think I think he has a little bit of a, a comeback. And I've been... Buying him up, guys. So don't think I'm a hater. I, I, I feel good about the kid. I feel good about his career. Uh, you're getting a lot of value on this Cardinals money line. And I expect absolute fireworks in this game. I do not expect much uh, from the Houston defense regarding containing Arizona. He looked good. Kyle looked good. He looked 100% healthy. Took his time getting back. I think two weeks ago I said he will not come back in Cleveland. Bet that bet early. Um he waited to be full, and I, I genuinely believe this is a nice gunslinger back and forth, so you have the value on the money line. Um, of course it can lose, but I do think these two teams trade leads late in the game. You always want the money line on the underdog when that happens. Yeah, this this I honestly think this is a game the public might get killed on because I think everyone's going to be on Houston, and it's like now I think Kyler Murray, this is a game where he can like kind of like come back and be like, all right, I'm back now, you know? I'm so torn on this game, though. I mean, gonna get you look at smarter. Kyler Murray last week, you know, they beat the Falcons at home 25-23. to 23. You look at the box score, it doesn't look that impressive. Like, he didn't throw for any touchdowns, but he did run one in. He, he did bring them to the one-yard line where they rushed one in as well. He threw for 249, almost eight yards per, per pass, 19-32. of 32. He did have the one interception. So, like, he's still, like yeah. – 
kind of getting back here. Cardinals are 0-5 on the road this season, though, but a lot of that obviously has been without Kyler Murray. So it's this is a tough game. This really is. I understand where Gina's coming from on the money line. Um, how do you not like the over here? I do. I just like the I like the Cardinals money line a lot better. And shout out to the homie Isaac right there. That's essentially what I was trying to say. You just typed it better. Dude, their record's deceptive. They've been in a lot of games with a lot of good teams. They are scrappy and they're getting better. And that Arizona win is excuse me, the Atlanta wins not nothing. Atlanta was supposed to be good. They started off this year good. So um I just genuinely believe, guys, just trust me on this. Sell teams high. You're getting value. And that's what you're able to do. The world is as high on these Texans as they were on Cincinnati a week ago. I will sell every team that ESPN jocks, and they will be swinging off the balls of CJ Stroud this whole week. And every dollar, every post, everything will inch more money into my money line pocket. Yeah. And to be clear, so Kyler Murray didn't play in Cleveland two weeks ago. So his his first game back was this past week. And now, like, it's right. You're right. Like, it's his second game back. He's playing, what would you say is the better defense, the Texans or the Falcons? I'd put them equal. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. So you now have him on a second game back. The rust is gone. He looked decent in the first game. I, if confidence. I have to make a pick in this game, I'm taking the four and a half. I can't get there on the money line. Just based on what I've seen out of the Texans and C.J. Stroud late in games, he's got that it factor late. Like, yeah. he just marches down the field. So – I think Texans win this game by a field goal. I'll take the four and a half points on the Cardinals. And I do like the over two. Maddie, Maddie, I I, I don't want to say it's an official play, but I y'all made me bet it's over. Yeah. All right. Up next. This That's is a, a really interesting game. I actually want to say on this one. Maddie has some good stats here, guys. Listen up. The Raiders traveling to Miami. They are an 11 and a half point dog over under. I think is around 48 now. All the money, all the tickets are coming in on Miami in this spot. Raiders are 4-22 and on the road, coming off a win in their last 26 games. They are also 6-20 and against the spread on the road, coming off a win. The under is hitting five of the Dolphins' last six games at home. I'm sorry. The under is hitting five of the Dolphins' last six games at home, coming off a loss since the start of 2022. What are your thoughts on this, on this matchup? Oh, man. When I first saw this, I just thought, damn, these Raiders are getting disrespected. And then I remembered Miami almost came back against Kansas City. That was a very tragic fumble six for them. That that turned the game from, you know, we'll call it 14-3 or 14-7 to 21 nothing. Mm-hmm. And still, they had the ball down one score. So um, they're rested. They have a really good coach that calls really good plays. And I do think people are a little – are going to be on the Raiders a little bit here. I think some of them are going to say, like, that's a lot of points to give this Raiders defense. And I – that was my initial reaction. No data in front of me. I was like, damn, I kind of like the Raiders. Um, and then Maddie pointed out a couple of good stats. Like Miami, what would you say? Miami's last two games at home, they won by double digits? Yeah, so like, so they, their last home game, they lost to the Chiefs. I'm sorry, it was a neutral field. Neutral field. So their last home games, you ready for this? Beat the Patriots by 14. Beat the Panthers by 21. Beat the Giants by 15. Beat the Broncos by 50. So every home game this season, the Dolphins have they won. They run it up. Listen to this. Every every home game this season, the Dolphins have won by double digits. Now we go to the Raiders and look at their road games. At Detroit, lose by 12. At Chicago, lose by 18. At Chargers, lose by 7. At Buffalo, lose by 28. So 
the four games the Raiders have played on the road this season, three of them have been double digits, and the fourth one has been a seven-point loss, right? So they are losing the majority of their games on the road by double digits. The Dolphins are winning the majority of their games at home by double digits. I'm honestly not going to overthink this game. The Dolphins cook at home. I think they blow the doors off of them from start to finish. I like taking home dogs, home double-digit dogs, but I also like taking home double-digit favorites. That makes sense. This, I don't know the exact numbers in front of me, but it typically if you're a home dog getting 10 or more, I take them and close my eyes. But home favorites, double digits or more, are typically profitable. So I do like this spot for the Dolphins, especially because the Dolphins are now played like they've had some tough games, right? Now it's like this is a get-right spot for them where I think that they can come back home and they can kind of blow the doors off this Raiders team. So that's what I like to happen. I like the under here, too. Another uncomfortable one. I do think the Miami defense showed how good they are. Dude, they, they held Kansas City. I know this isn't the same Kansas City we've all been expecting. They held them pretty tough. I was I was impressed with their defense in that game. Yeah. Um. So I hope that's helpful. I, yeah. I hope my, the jet lag's not an issue though. My, no, they had a whole week. They had a week off. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. No, they're they, chilling. Dude, they've been. You're right. Yeah. They've been at spot. eleven. They're they're chilling. Hangovers need to be off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you can click that, what does it mean, uh, Maddie? That's so high. So my official play on this one's under forty-seven, guys. Um. So Stu, if I could help all of you guys understand, when I say sell high, think about who is high in the media right now. Houston, high. Last week, Cincinnati, high. Think of anyone that's on a win streak. They're going to be high. So I'm selling them when everyone else is buying them. So right now, people are buying the Raiders. We got cigars. We got my homie Maddie bought in, but you know he, they won them two games. So the the media is being nice to the Raiders right now. They're high on them. They're being nice to the Texans right game. now. Yeah. So I like finding teams that people are potentially low on. Now, if we go back just a little bit and you go forward one slide, they're talking about this is a new Raiders team. The old Raiders are back. This coach grew up a Raiders fan. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about none of that. And you got the Dolphins. Can't beat winning teams. Can't do this. Can't do that. So I'm buying a lower team on the Dolphins, and I'm selling the Raiders high. That's what I mean by that. I hope it's helpful. Yeah, and I think it's even more relevant in the last game when everyone's on this Texans team now. Gino is referring to selling them now that everyone's on them. They go on the road. They beat the Bengals. They look good. They're balling out. So now's the time to, to kind of fade them. So, all right, moving on here. We got the Giants going to Commanders, another division game. Giants are a 10-point dog over under 37. 89% of the tickets here are back in this hideous New York Giants team. I can't believe my eyes seeing that number. The trends in the game, the under is hitting 13 of the Giants' last 18 games off a loss. Commanders are three, eight, and one against the spread at home off a loss. And they're also 16 and 36 straight up at home off a loss. Why is this number 10? It shouldn't be. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. I actually think, Maddie, if I had to put like one horse on a long shot for your your dog to the under system, I actually see a little of that in these giants. Now, mind you, that's a mm. tall task at plus 490. But man, what would that pay? That would be 10x, right? Be 10 units. So, oh man, if I had a dark horse for Maddie's dog to the under, I would say this is it. If you watch that Giants game, Dallas is known for beating up bad teams and losing to good teams. They're just known for that. They've been doing that for so long. I don't know if it's Dak or I don't know if it's their coaching. It's just what they do. The Giants weren't that bad. They were down 14, I think, on first and goal. Little DeVito ain't running that ball, and he tried like three times. 
terrible play calling. Every play, one after the other, was terrible. So the Giants were more in that game. I'll get into that later. I actually think the Jags were more in that Niner game than the end score shows. So division late under, I think points are going to be very expensive in this game. I think this is 10, 10 and a half right now. People are just treating the New York Giants like they're an NCAA football team. This is still the same team almost as last year. I don't get it, but system-wise, I'm all over the Giants. I'm all over the under. Yeah. So I'm on the opposite side on this one. I almost I almost made the Commanders my play of the week two weeks in a row. I had them last week at plus six it was a good for play. two units. I'm glad that cashed because it was sweaty at the end. But here's what I'll say. This is going back to, like, why the hell is this number 10, right? And usually when we can't figure something out like that, there's usually a reason it is. Think about how weird this is. The Commanders just lost to the Giants 14 to 7 in at New York, right? At New Jersey. And now they're a 10 point home favorite. Sam Howe, I think, is the real deal. Oh, he's nasty. They're at home. The Giants are ass. <laughs> they I are. usually like the points in division games, but I think this is a coming out party for the Commanders. I think they spanked them the same way the Cowboys did. They won't score as many points. As the Cowboys, but I think the Commanders cover this this nine and a half ten points pretty easy. I could see yeah. like a twenty seven to ten type of game, maybe maybe even thirty one ten type of game. I like the Commanders in this spot. Shout out to our homie Crabs. He broke down that the coaching and everything's the problem in Washington. They got a lot of talent, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't disagree. I think Sam is a monster. I can't believe he's leading the league in passing. I was I felt so stupid when I read that. I was like, how did I not yeah. know that? But, man, do I not forget. These are a grown-ass adult men that can curl me. Not bench press me, curl me. They are not taking well to the disrespect they're getting. They're playing to feed their families. I think the Giants battle here. The commanders are feeding their families, too. Though. That's fair. I think they win. <laughs> Again, I told you the long shot 10x. Uh, I'd be on the commie. I had the damn commie saved for my uh, – Survivor, but I'm I'm dead now, so I got nothing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm done to just take Survivor segment off this damn show. Yeah. I can't stand <laughs> it anymore. All right, oh, this game, this game I can't stand either because the Packers are dead to me after last week, and their kicker is definitely dead to me. But, I love this game. All right, Chargers minus three at Green Bay, over under forty four or forty three and a half. Eighty percent of the tickets are on the Chargers as well as the money. Keenan Allen is questionable. Uh, Packers injuries. Not a ton. Jair Alexander is questionable. That's one to definitely monitor. And I think that was a big loss last week. Chargers won four and one against the spread on the road off a loss. Packers 29 and 12 at home off a loss in the last 42 games. Under is hitting 13 of the Packers last 20 games off a loss. What do you like here? Because I don't know what to do with this game. Yeah, I hope this is helpful to some of you kids out there. So I, I go back and rewatch games and I went back and watched Pittsburgh Green Bay. What I'll tell you is I I write this down and you guys do what you want with this. I write down, did a team win the game or did an, uh, the other team lose the game? And I know that sounds like, wait, what the hell is wrong with this guy? But I actually wrote that both teams lost the game in Green Bay and Pitt. So now I'm low on both of them. That's why I'm selling both of them this week. This is arguably my, this is arguably my chalkiest play. Uh, I'm all over the Chargers here. They're, the fact that they battled the Lions off the bye as well as they did, there is no reason for me to think they don't put up a gang of points against Green Bay. Their offense is substantially better than Pitt's. And I, I've i been kind of high on their defense. 
as much as you would go back and look at the box scores and say this guy's hot, I just, oh man, I think they're catching bad breaks, and I think this is a chance for them to bounce back. Um, I, I this is my fa- this is my favorite square play of of the weekend. You can earn my money, you can have my money if the Chargers cannot beat Green Bay, and I'll probably be on an alt spread here. I'll take Green. Or excuse me, uh, uh, Chargers minus six. Um, I like talking a lot of shit on Twitter. I'll give out free points and stuff on bet openly. I did that with my Niners last week. We'll get into that in a second. I'll probably give y'all out. Um, I'll probably be on the Chargers minus five and a half just for free plus 100. Nothing, nothing crazy. I know they're not crazy valuable points, but you win now at three, three and a half, four, four and a half. So probably a 50 point gift in terms of juice. Yeah. I don't really have a lead in this game. If I had to pick, I'd probably tell you here on the Chargers, even though it is kind of square, but like the Packers, hopefully this isn't the week that they do it after I just had them as my dog of the week last week, but they are at Lambo this week getting three points against a Chargers defense that just got torched. So that torched. is something to look at. Maybe Jordan Love could have a good game here. I think Bob's home. a quiet MVP candidate. He was. He, I guess he still kind of is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. He's, he's, he's balling. Yeah, no, he is. Um, but, no, I, I would just skip this game for me personally. I don't really like a whole lot. Over under 43.5 seems like a, a low total, too. Dude, I, I love the under. I'm yeah. telling you, I think the Chargers defense shows up here and people start talking about them again as a playoff team. Dude, that loss to the Lions, guys, like, just write that off, man. The Lions are damn good. Their defense is damn good. The Chargers look good against them. I know their defense looked terrible against the Lions. That's a tough team, and they had two weeks to prepare for them off the bye. Just put that as, like, that's a tough NFL loss. I I did not lower the Chargers one speck on my power rankings after that game. Yeah, I mean, they gave up 41 points at home. Their their offense was doing so well. They were on defense a lot, guys. That's another thing. Football is a human body. It's all connected. A lot of possessions. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at that box score. And they right arguably now. have the worst home field advantage. I don't know if it maybe was the Raiders, but I think the Raiders have a better one still, even in Vegas. Yeah. Chargers have the worst home field advantage, and I don't even count that. It's a neutral field. Yeah. Plus, like Herbert, like early in the game, throws a pick on their own yeah. side of the field. Yeah. yeah oh, that Detroit did go, and then they held them to a. a uh, they that fourth down, they stopped them on fourth down in that drive. Um, there was a couple. There was a couple plays where I was like, "Damn, they're they're battling." Detroit is so aggressive, man. I was so pissed at what they did at the end of that Chargers game. <laughs> like the Chargers used their second to last timeout, and then Detroit Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth and two. Oh. And it was such a smart call. I was like, I know what he's about to do. He went for it because it's like you can kick the field goal. And go like and and make and extend the game, or you can kick, or you can literally get the fourth and two, and then Chargers have one timeout and the game's over. And yeah. he fucking went for it and got it. I was so pissed. But all right, let's move on here. Cowboys at Carolina. Cowboys eleven point favorite on the road, over under 42. 90 percent of the tickets are on Dallas here. No surprise there. Over is hit in eleven of the Cowboys' last fourteen games, coming off a win. Panthers nine and twenty at home, coming off a loss. And they're also eight and fifteen against the spread, coming off a loss. This is one of the games I say it time and time again: double-digit home dog. I don't care what team A or team B is, give me the double digits at home. I'm taking it. So I'll have a unit on the Panthers here on my card this week. It's ugly. Cowboys just won by thirty or forty in their last game. Everyone's gonna be taking them now, but I'm taking the double-digit home dog. Carolina was up at half and lost to shy. Yeah. 
this is a perfect spot to take the Panthers. Um, it's uncomfortable, my dudes. Uh, man, is it uncomfortable. Uh, I just don't. How do how do the Panthers cover this game? It's like I don't even know. Yeah. The the defense of the Dallas Cowboys should eat up the Panthers, and they should be able to get some points to. Oh man, that ten and a half is like perfect. People are gonna have be all over it. People are gonna tease that down four and a half to five and a half. Oh man. Yeah, here's the thing though, okay? Let's look at Dallas on the road. Yes, the division games against the Giants, they win 40 to nothing, right? Mm -hmm. At Arizona, they lose 28-16. At San Fran, they lose 42-10. At Chargers, they win 20 to 17. At Eagles, they lose 28-23. So they have not beaten a team on the road by double digits all season outside of the low-life Giants. Give me the 11.5. I'm not over Yeah, I like it. I, I think also what you just said, too, is Dallas is a lot slower on grass, and they're a turf team. Yeah. So that, that adds to Carolina's value here, guys. It's uncomfortable. You're not going to like this, but Maddie and I are both on Carolina plus 10.5 here. Uh, it's already up to 11.5. I, I think 11 it's 11 or 11.5. I won't be surprised if it hits – I think it'll stay around there. Let me see what it's at right now. Um, I see 10 and a half. Hopefully we can get that at 11. It's a lot of points at home in a non-division game. 24-14? Is that how we get there? <laughs> oh, yuck. We got some good games. We can keep going. We shall see. All right. Up next, division game? This Titans. Division game. Titans-Jags. Titans plus six and a half Ooh. here at Jacksonville. Over under 40. 74% of the tickets are on the Jags here. The under has hit in 25 of the Jags' last 35 games at home coming off a loss. Jags are 10-25 and 25 at home coming off a loss as well. Is this a good buy-low spot here for Jacksonville after getting a break speed off of them? I, I really like buying Jacksonville here, guys. I don't think the Jags lost to my Niners as much as it, as bad as it looks. I'm telling you, if you go back and watch that game again, it wasn't that bad. There were some real key plays that went the wrong way, some real bad bounces. People are kind of hating on the Jags a lot. Like, dude, they got the Niners off a bye on a three-game losing streak. Yeah. You know, not save the Niners season kind of crap, but that's what my homies were texting me. And I was like, dude, shut up, guys. We're fine. Um, the, you got to like the Jags here. Just the – the fact they scored so little, no touchdowns, they're going to be able to put up some points against Tennessee. Tennessee's passing defense is eh. They're going to be able to put up some points here, and I think their defense is going to do just fine against Tennessee. They did fine against the Niners. It just doesn't look that way because of how bad the ball bounced. I think twice we got the ball at like the 50, and they made us go three and out. There were a couple instances in that game where they were right back in it, and then the ball popped out, and then this happened. And I'm just telling you all, this is the – Buy low, you can get the Jags low here right now, where people were over the moon about them. Jags are in the Super Bowl bubble, this, that. People were pissed. People didn't have the Jags in their top three power rankings. Yeah. The Jags are a better team than the Titans. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that's interesting, though. The Jags, last time they were around a seven-point favorite in the division game, guess what happened? They lost by 20 to the Texans. The Texans? But the Titans are not the Texans in this spot, right? Yeah. That was kind of like Houston's coming out party with C.J. Stroud. Titans just, I don't know what to make of them. Here's the thing, though. I hate betting against Mike Vrabel as a dog. I know. I, you know, so, like, this is a tough spot for me. I do think there's value on the Jags. This is tight. 
coming off that loss, but I also am not ready to back them to win by a touchdown or more in a division game here at home. So this is probably one I'll stay away from. I do kind of lean Tennessee just based off of coaching alone and getting that many points in a division game, um, but this is a tough spot, so I'll probably stay away from it. My favorite bet in this, honestly, is the Titans team total under. Um, if I, If I really – I don't think we should be – critiquing the Jags defense as much as we are for what happened to the Niners. They had two weeks to prepare. You saw what Shani came out with first two plays. They held them. They got a touchdown on the opening drive. We, we do that a lot. And then from there, they looked good on defense. Yeah. So I, I, I like the under in this game. I like the Tennessee team total under, and I like the game under. All right, moving on here. Gino's 49ers are hosting the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks are getting 10 and a half, 11 points on most books, over under 41 and a half. All the tickets are coming in on San Francisco in this spot so far. 49ers 39-18 and 1 at home coming off a win. They're also 14 and 5 ATS at home off a win in their last 19 games. Gino, you're going to be a homer here or are you taking the points? There's a 0% chance my Niners lose this game. But I am all over Tampa Bay. This is far too many points. This is disproportionately high based on the Jags score. It's a mistake. This is not right. I'm, I'm telling you, we should be minus seven and a half, minus eight and a half. These are insanely valuable points. I'm just telling y'all, I believe I'm undefeated on or against my Niners this year, calling every game with the spread. I will be on Tampa Bay here plus 11 and a half, whatever it kicks off at. People will keep betting the Niners. It's very dangerous to go against my Niners, feeling rejuvenated. Uh, I, I really like this under. Really like this under. I think we're going to struggle in the red zone against Tampa Bay. Um, I think we're going to hold them, too. Th- this, to me, has like 23-13 written all over it. 23-13 Niners written all over it, or maybe I get really uncomfortable and it's like 17-13. I know that sounds sick, but I'm telling you, they're disrespecting the Bucks here. They're off a good win. The Niners, this, this spread's not right, guys. Just trust me, as a Niner fan, the spread is not right. The Bucks have covered every single game on the road this season. At Minnesota, they won 20-17 to as a four-point dog. At New Orleans, they win 26 to 9 as a four and a half point dog. At Buffalo, they lose 24 18 as a 10 point dog. At Houston, they lose 39 37 as a two and a half point dog. So they cover by half a point here. I agree. It's hard to not like the 11 and a half uh, in this spot. I think that you have to take the points here based on what we've seen. The Niners do have some flaws, um, and the Bucks do have some some good traits like they do do some things well baker is a, a i think a slightly above average quarterback i think they can move the ball in this game and worst case scenario is they're getting beat down and then that backdoor cover is still alive you know and i could see a scenario where that happens where they're down 13 to 16 points and they come down and score six to eight points late in the game um, i could see that happening so i'm gonna take the points here that's my dude all right Here's an interesting one. Another division game, Jets at Buffalo. The Jets were six-and-a-half-point dog here over under 40-and-a-half. 
Trends right now, Jets two and eight off a loss in their last two. I'm sorry, in their last ten games, not a ton of injuries on both sides here. On both sides here, what do you think in this spot? Oh my God, why, why on earth is this really good Jets defense getting so many points to this Bills offense? The bigger question is why are the Bills six seven point favorite against anyone anymore anymore like what dude i think you said it last week i think the recording literally said yeah how are the bills minus seven what have they done to be minus seven yeah um and zach wilson is playing smarter you can see it like he's looking at one or two reads and he's either making a quick decision or throwing the ball away um and that's big for this jets team because they're good everywhere else like they they you know they could if Zach Wilson isn't screwing up the game for them, they can cover this spread. Uh, but at the same time, if Buffalo's clicking on all cylinders, you know maybe they do cover here. So I I have to give the benefit of the doubt on the points here. Like I have to take the Jets plus the points. Their defense it's a division game. Buffalo keeps turning the ball over. Allen's leading the league in interceptions right now. Give me the six and a half points. Hopefully, he can get seven. Yeah, and I've seen it creeping up to seven. So uh, be, be patient with this one. Bill's Mafia is very allegiant. Why are people still backing them? I did. The, the Mafia is allegiant. Like, you got to give them credit for being allegiant. But, yeah. dude, there's no way. This is like – I think I labeled this as my dog of the week. Um, I love the Jets here. So um, Bills are so problematic. They couldn't run the ball. They could not run the ball. I know they had a couple big runs. They were forcing Josh Allen to pass an obvious run situation. It was a problem. Oh my God. I, I Jets all the way. And the Jets are Jets, yeah. Jets, Jets, Jets. And the Jets are not out of it this year. The AFC East Dolphins are six and three. Bills are five and five. Jets are four and five. This Jets team just wants to stay competitive and figure out a miracle late in the year and get Aaron Rodgers back in there somehow off the, off the injury. So is it crazy to think the Jets get this done? Is this a dog in the under? Dude, this they is dog win. and the under. Do they win in Buffalo outright? They got so everyone, they got rid of their coach. Everyone's remembering when the Raiders got rid of their coach and felt rejuvenated. I don't think the coach was the problem. I think the staff is the problem. Josh Allen's forcing the ball in that. They end up losing that game by that stupid pick at the end of the half, that field goal. You know, that's not why they lost the game, but all that feeds into it. Dude, they're not going to be the Raiders with the coach being fired and that helps everything so dog to the under j-e-t-s at jets I, i'm on the jets i'm taking the points i think i was on the money line earlier on a team and maddie took the points so i'm going to do the opposite to him here he, he might like the money line here i'm going to i'm going to stick with the points so the jets cut two hours ago they cut running back michael carter the backup he takes away a lot of snaps and a lot of pass catching out of the backfield um for the jets honestly and i always, I always hate that when i'm when I'm betting on Brees Hall and, and Michael Carter uh, gets gets some of the, the carries or the or some of the receptions, um, but yeah, I'm looking at the Jets' homepage now. They cut Michael Carter, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, telling him that the offense is going to improve and how they can improve. He's really back in Hackett here, saying he's a believer in their offense. What do you think about this total? It's a division game over under 40 and a half. Both these teams can make mistakes. Like Josh Allen, I could see a pick six in this game. Over is really small to me, bro. I know it's low, but this is a way better defense in the Jets than Denver. Yeah. Buffalo couldn't do a lot. And the Buffalo's defense played good, guys. Let's not forget, I think they fumbled the ball in like their own 20 and held them to three. So 
And then they gave a pick, you know, and only gave up three again where they picked it like to their own 30. So yeah. uh, I think this is my fifth time saying this, guys. Just remember, division games late in the season, it tightens up. This is a system on the under. All right, moving on. We got another division game. So what you're saying pretty much is bet the under on every game this week. There's a what, lot of division what, games. Is what it feels like. It's crazy. The Seahawks are a one-point favorite at LA, over under 46. 80% of the tickets are on the Seahawks here, but more of the money is coming in on the Rams. The Rams are 14-5 and five at home off a loss in their last 19 games. They're also 13-5 and five against the spread versus the Seahawks off a loss in their last 18 games. The under is hitting 23 of the Rams' last 35 games off a loss in the regular season and playoffs. What do you like? Man, this one's tough. How, how do you like the Rams in this game, right? The Seahawks are a playoff team and the Rams are, uh. But this Rams went into Seattle and won week one. Long time ago, but they did it. Yeah. Uh, sharp money, just so you guys know, came in on the Rams pretty heavy. I think this opened up at like two or three. Instantly went down to zero. I don't like being against the Sharps. So, um, oh, man. The public's going to get destroyed on this game, too. This is like... There's like three games I'm eyeing the public to get destroyed. This game's one of them. Uh, Houston's another one. And I think my Niners is the, the third one. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Stafford's expected to start this game. What are they uh, playing for? They, what is their record, the Rams? Yeah. They're three and six, the third in the NFC West. Like, okay, Stafford's coming back when he's three and six. What are they? Yeah. It's crazy. I kind of like the Rams here, bro. Yeah, I'm selling Gina Smith. I'm, I'm not. Oh, filthy! Stafford's back. I mean, we forget just like a couple of years ago how good this Rams team was, and now I'm not, I'm gonna take the Rams here in this spot. As they're a dog too. What's the spread at right now? I think it came down from two three to pick them. Let's take a look. I'll pull it up. I'm it seeing just... it went from two and a half to one, so they're a one point dog at home here. Um. Now I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams at home here. Let's not spend too much time on this one. Moving yeah, on here, one, right? Vikings travel to Denver. This is Sunday night football here. Vikings are I'm seeing a one point dog. Is it up to two? It's up two and a half right now at Denver. Yep. Interesting spot here. Oh my god. Over under 43 and a half. 85 percent of the tickets are on the Vikings here. This game just became interesting. Yeah. The unders hit in seven of the Broncos' last eight games at home coming off a win. Broncos are 36-19 and 19 at home coming off a win their last 55 games. What do you like in this spot? This game became interesting recently. It wouldn't have been like two weeks ago. Um, man, people are going to love the Vikings here. Oh, my God. And then they had Denver winning in Buffalo, but we're selling Buffalo, right? Buffalo's a problem, not Denver's a solution. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, y'all are making me bet this game. This will be me going against the grain, and I'll be giving out an over in prime time. Um, I think I think both Dobbs and Russ are able to put up points against the respective other teams. Mm -hmm. I was thoroughly disappointed in the Saints quarterback situation. So I, I like the over in this game. That's gonna be my best bet in Sunday Night Football. Over forty three is what I'm seeing right now. I look at it. That might even come down to 42 and a half, so it's not sharp by any means. I don't know if that's going to go down anymore. No, I think. No, because it opened at 43. It's at, it went up to 43 and a half. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Uh, 
I like the over two, bro. Yeah, I think, I, I think two was, playmakers at quarterback. 27-24, I, I think Russ looked good. Dude, the Bills played a good defensive game. I know they had a lot of errors, and the, the defense is strapped down. So I, I think we're going to see Russ some points in this mobile game. mobile shit again. He, he lost 15 pounds in the offseason. He's moving around again, back like the old yeah. Russ. I like these both these teams to make some explosive plays in this game. I think the number's wrong. I think it should be like 45 to 46. I'm going to take the over. Let's do it. Over's our play, my dudes. We're aligned on the over. Yeah, I think the public – I I guess if you made me, I'm taking the uh, Broncos, but don't love it. Over. All right, here we go. Here it is. Super Bowl rematch. I didn't even wear Eagles for the show, but it's all good. So, Eagles traveling to Kansas City in a Jalen Hurts revenge game right here. 85% I'm sorry, wrong, wrong here. So two and a half point dog. I'm seeing three. Yep. Let me see. I want to see right this second what it's at. I see three. I see three and 45 and a half. Yeah. So I see three and 45 and a half for the over under here. It's going down that total, right? Kansas City has looked really good defensively this year. Their offense is not as explosive as it used to be. Eagles defense has improved. They're kind of streaky though, up and down, but Anyways, 50% of the tickets are on the cheat. It's a 50-50 split here yep. on tickets. So uh, not a ton of trends in this game. We know Eagles coming off the Super Bowl loss. They're up at halftime. I still can't believe it to this day. I was holding a Jalen Hurts MVP ticket at 25-1, to 1, and I was holding an Eagles Super Bowl ticket at 20-1. to 1, And that man, Patrick Mahomes, took both bets away from oh. me. Took both away. Wins the MVP and then wins the Super Bowl. Takes both my upside away from me. Here's what I'll say about this game. Fuck the stats. Fuck the data. Jalen Hurts revenge game. Dog of the week. Don't tell me if you think I'm biased. But this Chiefs team just lost to the Broncos by 15. They are not as explosive as they used to be. And I still think my Eagles are explosive. When I look at the wide receiver position, we are far superior you can say whatever you want. Say Mahomes is the better quarterback. Sure, he's he's better than Jalen, but it ain't that it ain't that big of a gap anymore. We have, I think we have the better offensive line. I think the Chiefs are better on defense. But three points, too many points here. Give me the money line on the Eagles. If you want to take the three points? Go for it. Revenge spot. I think the Chiefs are not as explosive as they used to be. I actually think the under in this game makes sense too. What do you think? I'm making Maddie put like two racks on Philly money line on bet openly, and I'm making him do it at like plus one thirty, so that everyone that wants to fade Maddie can take minus one thirty on the Chiefs. No, nah, we'll do it even money. Fuck it, Savage. I'll take even money. Savage, that he's throwing it out. So, I I'm with Maddie here. I'm I'm with Maddie here. Eagles keep finding ways to win games. I feel like they're creepily getting a little bit better every week, just a little bit. I think that Dallas win was a fantastic win. Even though they could have lost it, they didn't. That's been like three different games this year, if not four or five. Um, yeah. And I've just not been impressed with these Chiefs. I haven't. I think it's says it's a testament to their organization that they keep winning games how they have been. Um, but I, I have the Eagles higher in my power rankings. I'm getting them as a dog, plus 144 money line. That's crazy value to me. Revenge spot. Uh Everything, everything to me checks the boxes of Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I just I know the Chiefs defense is really good this year, honestly, and that's why I do believe that they're going to come out of the AFC. I don't think anyone's going to stop them just based on their defense and Mahomes making enough plays. But this is a perfect revenge spot for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts will say all the right things that this is just another game and that, you know, last year doesn't matter. We're, we're focused on this game. But the reality is, is Jalen Hurts, he knows deep down that this is the revenge game and that the Eagles could have won last season, so they're going to prove it here in this spot at Kansas City. i got to take the Eagles here, dog of the week, on the money line. And I honestly have no lean on this total. Uh, I just think the value on this game is Eagles' money line. Yeah. They haven't had a bad week. That's a very good point. They have not. The but Chiefs here, have so not had a bad why week. I like the under a lot, right? We know the Chiefs' defense has been elite this season. Patrick Mahomes just a week or two ago, said that he believes that they're the best defense in the NFL. And I take his word on that. He didn't have to come out and say that and just be a homer to his own team. He, like, made a point to say, like, how good this defense is this year. And on the flip side of it, the Chiefs are not that explosive anymore. So I think we see offenses that are moving the chains and running clock in this game. I see that clock ticking down fast in this game. I actually love the under in this spot. I'm going to go final score. Eagles. 24 to 20. That's my prediction. We're going to clip this at when it hits exactly on the dot. 24 20 Eagles. Eagles on the money line hits and the game goes under. And I'll go Eagles 20, Chiefs 17. Even even lower scoring. Yeah, I I, I think there's going to be it's, I think it's going to be a war. I think, like you said, a lot, a lot of first downs, a lot of punts. Yeah. These teams have changed. Both these teams have changed, honestly, uh, which is. That's a testament to being, you know, a winning organization. Both these teams have changed. Agreed. All right, let's move on to the recap. Geno Survivor is the Commanders. They lost to the Giants once this year. Now they're a ten-point favorite at home. You got to think they even the series. That Giants team is really, really bad. So I like the pick there. Dog of the week. I'm back in my Eagles with a disclaimer that I am an Eagles fan. So don't come <laughs> crying to me if you tailed, and then after they lose and you tell me I'm an Eagles fan. So. There's the full disclaimer there. Gino is on the Jets here. Some -E books have that at six and a half. He likes it at seven. So make sure you guys shop around there. Yeah. Is it seven on Bet Openly right now? I see seven right now. All right. Seven I right now look. on betopenly.com. Link is in the description. It's that if plus you guys 100. Seven plus 100. And best bet of the week. I'm going to trust that the Browns do not turn the ball over like crazy because if they don't, they will wrap this Pittsburgh Steelers team in Cleveland. I don't understand the line here. I think this line should be six, six and a half, but it is four for whatever reason. So I'm going to take the Browns minus four here. Gino is on. He's betting against his team. I'm telling you right now, if you see me bet against the Eagles or Gino bet against his 49ers, you tail that pick every time because I haven't lost betting against my Eagles. Have you lost betting? No. Against? Gino has not lost betting against his team. I have not lost betting against my team. So if we like the points against our teams, Take it every single time. He's taking the Bucks here plus 11 and a half. Yeah, the 11 and a half is too much. I think the Niners win. I'm not getting that bold. Uh, it just the 11 and a half is too much. I think we're going to struggle in the red zone versus them. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's get to bring Trevor on. We got some quick comments here. Mama Betts is on the stream. <laughs> I love it. Comment from Nolan. I'll ride the under. Could see the Eagles winning for sure. And last question, then we'll bring Trevor on. How do you think the line moves? Which game? I think he's just asking in general, so I'll let you answer that. We'll bring Trevor on. 
yeah, how do I think the line? Well, in general, the line usually moves based on money. If it doesn't move based on money, they call it RLM, reverse line movement. Um, sometimes they'll hold the line if the tickets are that strong on the other side. They're holding it just because they're expecting more money to come in because the public trend is more tickets. So that's really the three ways. Trevor, what's good, bro? How we doing, boys? Oh, we got no volume. Brad's slacking. Uh, can't hear me? Yeah. Give us one second. Try again. Uh, I'm talking. Mute. Uh, hey, can chat, the can hear chat hear me? The chat can hear him. Yeah, maybe chat can hear and we can't. Yeah, I'm, I tested my mic. It says it works. Chat can hear him. Headphones. Yep. The wrong headphones, maybe the ones underneath it. Yep. Trev? It's, it says it's working. Nope. They chat can hear. Chat can hear. We can't. Give us one second, guys. Keep talking, Trev. All right. Well, I'll start with the uh, Thursday night. Here we, go. Uh, we got. We had you for a second. Yeah. I'm here. Let's get computer sound, Brad. All right. Can you hear Try me again, now? Trev? How about now? Bueller. Bueller. Bueller for the old guys of the room. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for letting me know that you can hear my wonderful, amazing, angelic voice. Try again. How about now? How about now? All right, well, Trev, give them a breakdown. We won't be able to hear you, but get and give the chat a breakdown of what you like this week. All right. Um, so obviously, big game Thursday night. We're going to. Uh, I, I think we're going to be on Zay Flowers receptions. I kind of like this spot for Zay. Um, I'm not going to mess with the Cowboys Panthers game because that's going to be a breakdown. Um, I'm really interested to see Eight Chan's rushing props. He should be back this week. It sounds like uh, for the Dolphins versus Raiders. So it depends on what he, you know, what he ends at. Uh, I'm really interested on there. Um, I, I, I want to see the lines on the Lions Bears. Um, that's an interesting spot. Uh, I think this is going to be a great buy low on the Jags spot. Everybody's going to see them. You know, they got their breaks beat off by the Niners. Uh, I think their lines are going to come in a little lower against a Tennessee team that has just been terrible. I mean, terrible versus the pass this year. Terrible um, versus the pass, right? Yeah, yeah, Oh, you guys hear me out. Yeah, yeah, So Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so yeah, the Titans have been terrible versus the pass. I think this is going to be a great buy-low spot on Jacksonville. Uh, after everybody watched them last week, they're not going to probably look at them as much. Um, I really like that spot there. I want nothing to do with the Giants, with the quarterback they have. I mean, I just, right, like why even mess with that game? Um, I think the Cards-Texans game could be really interesting. Murray's back. Uh, I think uh, the Texas defense is a little better than people are giving them credit for. The cards defense is not. Um, so from a DFS standpoint, I'm definitely probably going to target probably Stroud in that game, not necessarily a receiver because uh, you kind of see each week they're, they're scheming on who they want to throw to, right? Noah Brown went off last week. Nico's gone off. Tank's gone off. Schultz has gone off. They're willing to move it around, uh, but the consistent's been CJ. Um, 
I can't, Gino and I are talking earlier today. I can't figure out why the Niners are favored by 11 and a half. I don't understand. Um, I probably won't be on a ton of Niners props. Tampa Bay's D has been pretty good. I think we win, but um, I just, I want to see how we play this week against, against them. Uh, I'm going to probably be on Bill's unders, even though they fired their OC. Um, that's, uh, that's not the spot. Um, I actually really like sneakily. I like the Rams uh, against the Seahawks in the division matchup. Um, Stafford, if Stafford plays, uh, I'm going to probably uh, go after some Puka props. And then uh, I didn't think I'd be excited for it, but I'm actually excited for the Vikings game. Um, I think uh, Dobbs is doing a great job with them right now. The Broncos defense looks like we thought they'd look at the beginning of the year. Uh, so I'm interested to see there. So let's talk about some like, while we don't have a ton of lines yet, stuff you definitely want to target this week. So I think there's a very good chance CJ throws for four touchdowns versus the Cardinals. Uh, because I Woo! think the cards, because I think the cards push them. I think Kyler and the cards can put up enough points that it pushes that game. Um, I think again he spreads the ball around, but I like CJ. I think there's going to be some value there. He's shown it again. My big one is going to be HN and the Dolphins rushing props. Right, the Raiders D is not good, um, especially against the rush. And then the other one that I think could have like some surprise maybe little, you know, little sprinkles there is um, going and getting, um, um, we just bet him on Monday night, Garrett Wilson again. Um, so uh, I'm interested to see, uh, or Sunday night we bet him. Uh, they play the Bills. Uh, they need that safety blanket. You know, we laddered up receptions. There's probably a good chance we do that again against this Bills defense. Um, those are going to be some spots I'm looking to target this I know. Week. I know you were happy the Bills fired their coach. Do you believe he was part of the problem there? I think it's a uh, cumulative effort, right? Like, okay. um, I've heard I've heard enough reports from like the locker room that it was a challenge. Like, everybody was on the offensive team was frustrated with him, um, and right, like digs, like they're not throwing the ball to digs, like, and some of that's Allen, but some of that's what they're scheming to. It's why we've been targeting Kincaid. Kincaid's first read percentage has been out of this world. It's been fantastic. I own a ton of them in fantasy, but you got to target the best guy on your team and arguably one of the best receivers in football. Um, and then, right, I'm going to end with the big game Monday night, right? We got the Eagles, Chiefs. Um, I don't get how the Eagles are dogs here. I get they've given up some points. I, I Maddie's going to love to hear this. I think... Devonta and AJ go over a hundred. I think, I mean, I think this is just, I think Philly puts a ton of points on that defense. My, my opinion on why it's so high is the buy. Cause they're both it's, coming off the buy. Yeah. We talked a little bit. Yeah. About it's that a good defense today. at home off a of buy and they're not disrespecting anyone. They're, they're the minus three standard at home. Yeah. I, but, think, I think it's fair. Uh, I just, I like the Eagles here. My I, This is an eye thing for me, right? I don't know what my modeling data is going to say yet because we don't have lines, but this is an eye test for me. I just think the Eagle and the Eagles are going to want to prove something after the Super Bowl, um, right? Like, I just think Jalen comes out and they can throw on this team. Um, but I also think KC puts up a ton. 
But right, the highest total of the week is the Cards and Texans right now, and that's a spot I'm going to want to attack. Um, and sneakily, I think the Bears, from a DFS standpoint and props, uh, could do a couple things against uh, Detroit in the second half after Detroit's running them out of the building. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, and I got the, I even have Arizona. I just, I, I think I said late in the game, the, the lead will change a bunch of times. I, I don't think it's CJ Stroud's not going to be able to score. I just think it, dog. Yeah, I, I actually think the Cardinals could win that. I just think there's going to be a ton of points. And I think like Arizona's going to push them and it's going to force them to have to like throw the ball a ton. And, Arizona's D just hasn't been great, but right. If it's a last drive, Kyler looked, Kyler didn't even look like he had ACL surgery. I can't believe it's only been a year. Um, so yeah. And Isaac, I did say, so I'm, I'm going to probably target Zay flowers receptions, uh, right now. I want to see a little bit more out of, uh, out of some line movement here on the, on the Bengals Ravens. I, I think there's a chance Baltimore wins this by double digits. Um, like they just, there hasn't been anybody that's slowed them down yet. Like, and it could be a game where, uh, I don't, I, like I said, I haven't dug deep enough yet, but I think the Ravens are going to be good, especially if T's out again. If T's out, that's a, that's a tough blow for Cincy. I think we align on that too. We're on both on Baltimore, right? Or no, you like, do you like the, I, lose, I lean the points, but I don't really love that game. Point. Okay. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I just, this is a big, right? This is a good, another test for the Ravens. Um, on like who we can hear and like who we can see and what they do. And they've just proven they're the guys so far. Um, so this is going to be an interesting spot. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Rasheed Rice targets. Absolutely. Um, the Eagles have actually, the Eagles actually have one of the worst pass defenses in the league from a fantasy standpoint this year. Um, Rice is his number two. He is the clear number two in that offense. Um, and we have targeted him a bunch this year. So, and, uh, <laughs> Maddie, good. Maddie, Maddie's probably got like a nervous twitch cause he's not there right now. So <laughs> I'm nervous for our under in that game now. Cause you're secondary. Yeah. It's like, if Maddie's called them out a few times in the last couple of weeks. If we look at the data, like, let me pull it up real quick. Like this, like verse wide receiver, the Eagles are the worst pass defense in the NFL now versus wide receiver. Uh, they've given up 1,800 yards. Yeah, um, agreed, but uh, you can still throw on them. So it's a uh, – again, I like Philly. I think Philly wins, but I think the Chiefs can put up some points here. You gave Andy Reid two weeks to scheme some stuff. Yeah. So, but this is uh, – I like them there. And can we please get the Giants a quarterback so we can like not watch Saquon Barkley just get his career ruined because he's stuck there? What? Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Will they will they sell the whole house this offseason? I, I mean Barkley's the only like he, he just signed that one year. He only stayed because he got franchised. Like Barkley's oh, not trying to stay there. Year. Barkley's Barkley's trying to leave and get paid. So I, I think they do. Um I, I don't, I, they don't, you know, with Jones is, you know, down till mid year of the next year. Now they don't have a quarterback. They got to find somebody, but you know, maybe they think they can get somebody in the draft. So, and it's sure Hey, by the way, to everybody that I gave out the touchdown props to last week with Bryce 
Young, if I ever bet on an over on him ever again, you're welcome to punch me in the face. Like he's done. He that test for me was that's it. He was that was the nut matchup for him, and he couldn't deliver. Um, hard pass. He is. Uh, I think he's going to go down as a big bust. Yeah. All right. Who, who's your Who's your survivor this week? Do you know who do you like Survivor? Commanders. I'm on the I'm on the commies. Yeah. Okay. I, I do like the Giants to cover, but their offense just looks so bad. Ah, but yeah, yeah. But I'm dead. These are I got killed by uh Buffalo. Yep. I was uh did you ever watch the movie? Remember the, the newer version of the movie The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler? Their quarterback, DeVito, reminds me of the backup guy, Brucey, when, like, Sandler's like, oh, hey, you want to play quarterback and you can throw the ball? And he tries to throw the ball and he can't throw? That's what DeVito looks like to me. Don't ever disrespect an Italian. I'm just ah, saying. man. I, 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 I wish I had cutlets. In, hey, I wish I had cutlets waiting for me at home and my laundry done, too. Like, I'm not – I'm, hey, I'm not, I'm not hating there, but – Exactly. Man, the kid's living. Ah, man, he can run. He just – he can't throw in the NFL. Like – no, I agree. He's not there. All right, bro. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, on, brother. All right. Have a good week, boys. All Later. Right. All right, everybody. Like and subscribe. We will see you guys back here for week 12. Later, homies.